Davis and Perk. I guess if you're interested in the Lakers and winning time, you better go to HBO because you are not getting it on the floor. <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers, the fast break points they were giving up last night. Have you seen it throughout the season? They're not hustling back on defense. They're not prioritizing team play. They were a bunch of individuals living in La La, enjoying the sunshine. I'm sorry. That's for Frank Vogel. What's up, what's up, what's up, my L.A. sports fam? This your boy, L.A. Ray Harris, host of L.A. Courtside Podcast, brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network and sponsored by DraftKings.com. Had to start off this episode with a little, little sad music in the background. You all know that normally I play some upbeat, up-tempo, old-school hits from back in the day. As I comment on the Lakers and the Clippers. But in this episode, and this one's going to be an abbreviated episode, of course, on the Lakers and their demise and their failure to make the playoffs this year and failure to even make the play-in game this year. As many pundits on TV uh, has mentioned, this season was a colossal failure of epic proportions for this basketball team there was so much promise at the beginning of the year and I'm not any different than anybody else you know once they signed uh, Russell Westbrook you know my thinking was and everybody else pretty much was that man you got this three-headed monster now with LeBron James Russell Westbrook you know AD and then you pick up a Carmelo Anthony and it goes on and on and on but it just was not a fit from the very beginning. And Anthony Davis can say what he wants about, hey, what about the injuries? You know, what, what, what our team would have been better without the injuries. Your record may have been better, but I don't think this team would have went anywhere even if they were 100% healthy. The pieces just did not fit. Did not fit. The big three played together in about 21 games. And in those 21 games, they were – they were all healthy at that point. They were 11 and 10. 21 games is a, you know, a pretty decent sample size. Could they have finished 500, 41 and 41, and then made a little run in the playoffs? You know, get in the play-in, make a little run in the playoffs? Possibly. We'll never know. Well, I take that back. It's possible we may know next year because, in my opinion, my humble opinion, this team's coming back. I mean – you can wish all day long that you that you know Laker fans I'm speaking of that you want to get rid of Russell Westbrook. You can talk that talk all day long. There's 45 million reasons why he will not get dealt. Other than if if Houston wants to make a trade, which I don't see why they would do it, even giving up John Wall, who makes just as much, just to get rid of John Wall and get Russell Westbrook on a young basketball team like the Houston Rockets, just to you know, be a ball dominant player on a young team. I don't think that's happening either. So what are you going to do? So let's go back. Let's just go back for a moment before this season started, before, 
you know, Russ came to the squad and his team was put together, you know, haphazardly in, in, in some instances, you know, who's to blame? You know, many people say you start at the top with the owner, Jeannie Buss. Now, there's been some reports out there. I don't know if this is true. I'm not in the know. I'm not in the locker room like a Stephen A. Smith or Brian Windhorse or, or, or um, Perk Perkins, Kendrick Perkins and all those type of guys. But what they've been saying or what they've been intimating is that Jeannie Buss was listening to Linda Rambis. And if that's the case, then shame on Jeannie Buss. You know, I, I know that's your running buddy and all of that. And, you know, she's the one, her and Kurt Rambis, won at Russell Westbrook. And they talked Jeannie Buss into getting Russell Westbrook. Now, I don't know how much input LeBron James had on that. Did LeBron James, did he really want Westbrook or did he want DeRozan and or Buddy Hill? Okay, that's the scuttlebutt out there now that the Lakers, well, we know they would have been better served if they would have gotten uh, DeMar DeRozan and Buddy Hill on that team as opposed to Westbrook. But, you know, there, there's just so many reports out there as far as, you know, who's responsible for putting this this uh, haphazard team together. You know, many people, again, are saying LeBron James, you know, he wanted Russell Westbrook. Okay, let's go down the line. Rob Palenka, who'd you want? You know, did you want DeRozan and Buddy Hill? And if you did, you know, hey, how much pressure did you put on your owner? I mean, you know, hey, man, you got the balls to go up there and tell Jeannie Buss, hey, man, I don't think Westbrook is going to be a fit. You know, we should have DeMar DeRozan and or Buddy Hill or and Buddy Hill for that matter. Now, hindsight is twenty twenty, of course. Nobody, I don't think anybody knew that DeRozan was going to have the career year pretty much that he's had with the Chicago Bulls. He's actually in the talk for MVP. I don't think he's going to win it, but, you know, there's he may get a few votes. That's how well he's played this year. I don't think anybody saw that coming. DeMar has been a very, very good player in his career. Very, very good player. Uh, but I don't think anybody thought or saw this coming with DeMar DeRozan. And then as far as Buddy Hill goes, you know what you're going to get from him. Just somebody that can come off the bench and just fire that pill up. He's a younger, say, Carmelo Anthony type of guy. He just comes in and scores. He's not a great defender or anything like that. But again, hindsight is 2020. So does that blame again? Does it go to Jeannie Buss? Does it go to Palenka? Some people are going to put this at the footstep of Frank Vogel. And I was one of those guys earlier in the year, maybe in the middle of the season, that was calling for his ouster. But the more you look at this roster and the worse that they play, can you really blame this on Frank Vogel? I'm not so sure now. I'm not so sure, but trust and believe there's going to be a shakeup in this organization. And unfortunately, Frank Vogel is going to be the guy. This is no different. Basketball is no different than any other sport, whether it's baseball and the manager or football, you know, the head coach, the head coach of a hockey team, a soccer team, whatever. If things break down, guess what happens? Nine times out of ten, the coach goes. It's just that simple. You know, unless you're Popovich or somebody like that. Or, say, in Miami's case, Spolstra, who's a, you know, a great coach. You know, there's not that many coaches that can just write their own ticket and say, hey, even if we're losing, losing like the Lakers are losing in a, in a, in a, a town like Los Angeles, you know, City of Angels, Tinseltown, Hollywood. There's not many coaches that could have lo be losing like this 
and keep the job. So Frank Vogel, pretty much it was nice knowing you, dude. Not saying that this guy won't get another job someplace else. He probably will. He's a very, very good defensive coach, even though the Lakers' defensive efficiency went down this year. They, uh, as Stephen A. mentioned in this, the opening monologue here, by the way, that uh, that song that you heard was by a pianist from the Netherlands. It's called Sad, Falling to Pieces. Pretty much sums it up for the Lakers, right? But, again, it's going to be a huge, huge shakeup, and it's just a matter of, you know, are they going to keep Vogel? Yes or no, I don't think they are. They can try to trade Russell Westbrook all they want to. Houston may be the only suitor, but again, I don't even think they'll do that. The only other option is to buy out Westbrook's contract. Jeannie Buss, you're going to eat $45 million? I don't think so. He's going to be on that squad next year. That hook or crook, LeBron James, is he even going to be there? Is he going to jump ship? You know, is he going to want to go to some place where, where he thinks his son is going to get drafted? Is he going to go back to Cleveland? You know, for be there for you know for a third time in Cleveland and try to get another championship with them. You know, hoping that they draft his son, who I don't think is going to make the NBA. That's another conversation for another day. I've seen, a, a, you know, uh, dozens of Bronny James type talent out there in high school. But anyway, we don't know what LeBron James is going to do. And Anthony Davis, you know, the third wheel in in this cog here. Is he going to continue to get injured? Are they going to try to deal Anthony Davis? Who's going to who's going to want to trade for Anthony Davis, knowing his injury history? And what are they going to give up to get him? Or what what are the Lakers going to ask for in return for Anthony Davis, a guy that gets injured, seems like all the time? They're, they the Lakers are in a precarious situation here, and the fans are unhappy. Now, speaking of fans, you L.A. Laker fans, you know I love you, Laker Nation, late show. Most of you are bummed out about this team. I know you are. But some Laker fans, I know they're going to say this. They're going to say, well, hey, look at the 17 championships, 17 or 18 championships, whatever it is. Look at all those banners that we got. Especially if I mention the Clippers, by the way, who are going to make the play-in at least. And my next episode will be on the Clippers. But Lakers, some Laker fans are going to say that. Hey, well, at least we got all these banners. To me, that's a loser's mentality. Just my opinion, baby. Doesn't have a hill of beans to do with what's going on today in April of 2022. Do you think when Magic Johnson, who's won, who won, I believe, five championships with the Lakers, after he won his first one and was going for the second one, do you think he said, you know what, if I lose this, you know, if I lose this time to the Boston Celtics or whomever, then at least I got one. No, 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 no. Magic Johnson wanted to win at that present time. Do you think when he won his second one and he was going for his third, he said, man, if I lose this third one, you know, at least I got two. And then at the end of it, when he was going for his fifth one, he said, hey, man, hey, I won four of them. So, you know, my career is good. No, he wanted to win present day. He wasn't thinking about the prior championships. Now, maybe this may be something different with fans. But I think most Laker fans, you know, the true Laker fans, the real, real knowledgeable fans, they're not thinking about no 17 championships, man. You know, they wanted to win one this year. They want to win a championship this year with this team. And again, hindsight is 2020. You know, I'm hearing already, and I, I've, I've said this before, you know, a little earlier in the year myself, as far as getting rid of KCP Caruso and 
Kuzma, who a lot of Laker fans did not like. You know, I liked him. He was okay. He wasn't a bum. But imagine if they still had all three of those guys and did not have Westbrook. You know, Montre- Montrez Harrell is, an, you know, another story. But if you had the other three, the aforementioned guys, uh, you know, I just told you about, you know, where would the Lakers be then? You know, would they be struggling to get into a playing game? You know, last year they, you know, Lakers were, were a pretty good basketball team. They suffered injuries last year as well. But for some reason this year they wanted to shake it up. Somebody wanted to shake it up, whether it's Jeannie Buss, Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis, Palinka. It wasn't Vogel, I don't think, or LeBron James. And voila, here comes Russ Westbrook, round peg, square hole. Did not work from the very beginning. I know there's a lot of Westbrook fans out there that say it's not fair to blame him. He's not, you know, taking all the blame here. I wouldn't blame him for for everything. Not 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 Westbrook. You know, a guy plays hard. He gives you 100, 110% all the time. Seems like he's never injured, like Anthony Davis and or LeBron James nowadays. He gives you 110%, but the way his game is structured, the way he plays, it just was not a good fit. I don't think Westbrook is a championship type of basketball player. Is he a top 75 of all time? Yes. Is he an individual superstar? Yes. You know, he can take people off the dribble. He's very athletic. You know, he does a lot of things well. But I just don't think he's a championship player, just in my opinion. So now the Lakers are going to have to regroup, you know, once they figure out what they're going to do with Vogel. And there's only three games left in the season. You know, LeBron James is not going to play in those three games unless he's going to try to win his individual scoring title or something like that. I'd sit him. I'd sit Anthony Davis. And... Hell, you know, Westbrook may be the only superstar that you might have in that lineup for the last three games. See what happens. And then maybe somebody would take a bite on Westbrook in the offseason. So it's going to be a very, very difficult offseason for for the Lakers. This Again, this season came in. Uh, they came in very promising. There was a lot of excitement in the city of L.A. as it should have been. A lot of excitement. I mean, this, this, these, this is the Lakers we're talking about here with the storied history, the purple and gold. And when they get, the, you know, the big three like that, there's expectations that come to that or come with that. And if you don't live up to those expectations, then something has to happen. You know, the fans are going to demand it. All the superstars in L.A. are going to demand it. You know, L.A., they, you know, they have those guys on the sideline, your Denzel Washingtons and all these other actors and rappers and all that stuff that go to those games. They want to see superstars, but they want to see winning as well. You know, you start losing those type of fans, Genie Bus, then you're going to be in a world of trouble as an owner. So something's got to give. Something's definitely going to give. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens to this team moving forward. Before I get to my second segment and touch on the NBA uh, playoffs that are upcoming. Here's a word from our sponsor, DraftKings.com. Two titles are up for grabs on the stacked UFC 273 fight card. Join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets. Win or lose, guaranteed. The Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the excitement. Everyone can play for a share of millions in prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy MMA Contest. Draft your lineup of fighters while staying under the salary cap 
and rack up points for strikes, takedowns, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, throw down $5 on UFC 273, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TBPN this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. If you or someone you know has gambling problem, crisis housing and referral services be assessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. In Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire. 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-BEST-OFF in Iowa. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK. Text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467 in New York. Visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. Must be 21 and older in all those states just mentioned. 18 and above in New Hampshire and Wyoming. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. Minimum $5,000 required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook details. It was really happening. Yeah, with a nine-nine. Silk the shot. Mr. Craig B. He's still in the Again, it's your boy, L.A. Ray Harris, host of L.A. Courtside Podcast, brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network and sponsored, as you just heard, by DraftKings.com. Hey, if you want to start gambling on some sports and do it responsibly, folks, uh, sign up for DraftKings.com. Put promo code TBPN and, you know, get you some promo points and things like that. I could have won a $600 parlay if North Carolina wouldn't have blew a 15-point lead at halftime. I had the under. Under 150. I had Carolina winning the game outright, and that kid Love on their team who had a horrible game was to not score 20 points, which he did not do. And all they had to do was hold on to a 15-point lead, and Ray wins 600 big ones, but uh, Kansas came back and pretty much kicked their ass. So thank you, North Carolina, for that. But a very, very good season by the Tar Heels Heels and uh, Hubert Davis, their uh, basketball coach. Just had to uh, play this, a quick clip. It ain't my fault by Silk the Shocker. You know, again, it's so easy to kick a team while they're down. Talking about the Lakers again. But, you know, I'm pretty confident that they'll be back. You know, hey, it's it's the Lakers. They'll they'll get free agents to come to that team. They just have to drop some dead money as far as I'm concerned and, and get younger and get better players in there that fit the system that they want to run. But the first thing they're going to have to do is get a new coach. Because I believe Frank Vogel is gone. But in the second segment, and by the way, uh, my L.A. Clipper fam, did not forget about you, baby. I know you're in the playing tournament, and hopefully you'll end up playing Memphis Grizzlies instead of the Phoenix Suns. Memphis does not have that playoff experience that uh, Phoenix has or even that the Clippers have themselves. So I think they would have a better chance on getting out of that first round and playing Memphis than, of course, playing the Phoenix Suns, but my next episode, episode number 98, that's going to be coming out in a few days. That would be a Clippers centric episode as this one was, of course, a Lakers uh, malaise or the Lakers demise episode here. 
But before I let you guys go, just want to talk about the NBA uh, playoffs really quick. That's upcoming. I believe this is going to be one of the most exciting playoffs um, in the history of the NBA. I mean, you look at both of these conferences. I'm not going to go over each and every team. Just touch on a, just a couple of things here. Starting off in the Eastern Conference and Miami Heat, who would have known at the beginning of the year that they would be 52 and 28 at this point and sitting atop the East. Many people thought Milwaukee Bucks would be that team. They're the defending champs, but they're still 49 and 30. They're only two and a half games back of the top spot in the East. Boston Celtics has been playing like gangbusters the last month, and they've creeped up to the second spot at 49 and 30. Jalen Brown. Jason Tate, I mean, them boys are them boys are getting it done. Boston Celtics, I'm referring to. They are getting it done. Then you had the Philadelphia 76ers. You know, Joel Embiid, you, you don't know what the beer's going to do. You know, the, the, the history would suggest that he's not going to be a great playoff performer. They would need him to do that if Philadelphia is going to make any noise in the playoffs. But, hey, as long as you got Joel Embiid, who, in my opinion, should be the, the MVP of the league over the Joker, nothing against the Joker, but I believe Joel Embiid is the MVP of the NBA. And if um, the beer comes to play, I think the 76ers are going to be hell to beat. Now you go further on down the line, and you have the Brooklyn Nets right now sitting in the plan at number eight, 41 and 38. No team wants to play the Brooklyn Nets. You know, they get in the play-in, of course, they'll end up either playing the Miami Heat or either the Boston Celtics or Milwaukee Bucks or, or possibly even the Philadelphia 76ers for that matter. And could the Brooklyn Nets beat either of those teams? They could. I mean, you know, now you got Kyrie back playing in New York. You know, it's kind of ironic that toward the end of the season when the playoffs are getting ready to start, all of a sudden the mayor lifts that, you know, COVID mask-wearing or or shot mandate, whatever the hell he had going on in New York that prevented Kyrie Irving from playing. That has been lifted. He can play in the playoffs if they have to go to and play the – well, actually, no, the New York Knicks because they're not going to make the playoffs. So why am I even mentioning them? But he gets to play in Brooklyn in all the playoff games that they have at home. So that's going to be very interesting whether or not Brooklyn can knock off one of the top three or four teams in the East. And then we go down to the Western Conference. I mentioned the Clippers. You know, it'd be they would be better served if they ended up playing the Memphis Grizzlies. So I think the Clippers could actually beat them in a playoff series simply because Memphis does not have that experience. And, you know, you got Paul George back and you may get Norman Powell back. And there's a slight possibility that you can get Kawhi Leonard back. I don't think that'll happen. But with Paul George back in there, and if you get Norman Powell back for those playoffs, I believe they can beat Memphis. But Phoenix is the best team. They're the best team, in my opinion, in the NBA, sitting at 63 and 16. And, you know, then you got the Golden State Warriors kind of fell off a little bit toward the end of the year. 50 and 29 is their record. Steph Curry, you know, he, he has that injury going on. So who knows what's going to happen with Golden State? Uh, you got the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic is just playing outstanding basketball, man. He's one of the top five players in the game to me. 49 and 30 is their record. Utah Jazz has kind of fallen off the rails a little bit. They blow big leads on occasion for some reason. They're 47 and 32. I don't expect them to do that much in the playoffs. Uh, Denver Nuggets, you know, can Jamal Murray come back for the playoffs? There have been some discussions there. You know, of course, you got the Joker there. And, um, you know, I don't I don't think Denver's going to make too much noise in the playoffs. But they're a team that can, you know, if you don't come with your A game, they can definitely beat you. And then last but not least, you had the Minnesota Timberwolves who are sitting at number seven 
it's always fun to watch uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and and all the rest of those boys play. But I don't expect them to uh, to do that much in the playoffs either. But having said all that, it's going to be an interesting interesting playoff season for the NBA. I cannot wait for it to start. And let's hope one of our LA teams, you know, the Clippers, since they're in there, let's hope that the Clippers can make a little noise, especially with the return of Paul George. So with that, my LA fam, I'm going to leave it right there again. Thank you all for listening to LA Courtside Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast from or wherever platform you get it from, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. Leave a comment on whatever platform you get your podcast from. I really appreciate your feedback, whether it's positive or negative. It all only makes podcasters better when you give your honest opinion. So with that, until the next episode, this is episode number 97 here. Number 98 is going to be coming up in a few days. Episode 100, I plan to do a YouTube version of LA Courtside Podcast. It would be the first YouTube version of this podcast since I've been doing it. So I'm looking forward to that. So with that, my LA form fam, here I'm all tongue-tied, my LA fam, my LA family. Until the next time, peace.